When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. Today, we're going to answer the question of, will all strategies eventually fail? Yes? No? And if so, what can you do to ensure that yours doesn't? By the way, if you haven't done so already, make sure you head over to our website, www.tier1trading.com, the best in trading education. That's www.tier1trading.com. Start your 14-day risk-free trial membership right now. Um, did you do Zach says, good morning, Keel. We recently spoke about how markets will always move in the same way, but no single strategy will work forever. Well, I wouldn't say I, I, I don't we shouldn't put it. No single strategy will work forever. Strategy can certainly work forever. No single strategy will work. You, we can't expect the strategy to work exactly the same forever. So uh, just for to clear that up, I don't want to say your strategy will fail. That's not not true at all. Strategies can work forever, um, but they may not work in the exact same way forever, meaning that they may be outstanding in high volatility markets and then they may still work, but they may slump a little bit in low volatility markets, something like that, or consolidated market, directional markets. You know, it's going to be different for each thing. Um, um, yeah, I just want to clear it up before people start thinking like, oh my gosh, I got to change my strategy. Like I, like I changed my tires, like every, <laughs> every couple of years, I got to, I got to change my strategy before it stops working. I, I don't want people thinking that, um, my strategy is a counter trend strategy. And since going live this past summer, I've had success. Yes. I have this feeling I've gotten over the hump, so to speak, so to speak, but now I'm not so sure. So what, what, what makes you not sure now? What, what, what's. What's caused you to go from confident to dripping confidence? Yeah, so what, uh, what is causing you to, I guess, become fearful that, uh, that this strategy may stop working or fail? Is it, uh, is it anything technical? Is it, are you in a slump or just like, this is too good to be true? One of those type things? Is there a reason? I... I spoke to a group yesterday about fear, and we all heard the false evidence feeling, uh, you know, appearing real. But we had a I had a conversation with a group yesterday, doing some mental training, talking about fear, and we had them jot down everything that they were fearful of, and then I made them revisit those those papers that we use, and said, how much of this is actually real? Like how much of this is actually a reality, or how much of this are you making it up? And about eighty percent of what they wrote on the paper was completely made up and when they when they took kind of five minutes to think about it they realized like okay well yeah this is i guess this isn't really happening so sometimes we will psych ourselves out to being afraid when there's actually no reason to be afraid right now there's a difference between being prepared and being afraid right there's a difference between having a backup plan right i think it's always a good idea to have a backup plan or have a 
have an idea, have an exit strategy. Like whenever, you know, funny, Darren's the same way. Whenever I sit in a restaurant or any place public, two things, right? One, I never want my back to the action. Two, I always take note, mental note of the exits. Now, am I afraid of something happening where someone randomly comes up in, you know, an aggravated trader who saw a YouTube video of mine, followed my 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 idea and lost money? Are they going to come up and, and put me in a headlock? No, right? But I'm prepared just in case. So there is we have to be able to separate the two um, about being prepared versus being scared. Um, Zach says, just an idea. We've spoken about how no strategy will work in the same way forever. Obviously, um, I expect to always be adjusting and tweaking, but didn't know what to what extent I have to adjust. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any reason to believe that your strategy is going to fail. I don't think you need to be at a point where it's like, oh, it's done good for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years. It's, it's going to start failing tomorrow. It's one of those things you notice on the way. It's one of those things that as you continue to trade, you suffer periods of drawdowns, right? Your, your strategy won't fail if it's a solid strategy, if you've tested it correctly. It just may change a little bit. So again, you may see the market move a little bit differently and your strategy may, be become, may become more profitable. You may see the market move a little bit differently during the summer months or the winter, like right now when things kind of chop up, and you may have less frequency, which is going to equal less results. Or maybe you're not hitting target twos because the volatility isn't there to kind of push it to that second level. Those are the things that you need to continue to take notes on when you do your reviews. So if you're going through a period of time where you can tell the market has low volatility, where the market just isn't moving, like like kind of like today. And you've noticed that, man, like for the last month, my strategies, I feel like I've been taking good trades, but like I haven't gotten a result. And you notice like, hey, my target twos aren't being hit. Well, now you know that, hey, well, in low volatility times, I may not be getting those secondary targets. So maybe I need to kind of switch up how I do my, my profit taking. Maybe instead of taking half off at target one and half off at target two, maybe I take everything off at target one. Or maybe I take three quarters off at target one and, and a quarter off at target two. Something like that. That way I'm, I'm, I'm making sure I, I, I maximize the point in my trading that is supposed to give me the most profit. And you're not doing an overhaul to the strategy, right? The strategy isn't really changing. You're still looking for the same thing. You're still taking the same thing. You just made a slight adjustment with your profit taking, right, to adjust to the time. And then as, as the market picks up steam again and it goes back to kind of regular, quote unquote, regular movement, if there is such a thing, maybe and now you go back to taking target twos again. Right. So, yeah, it's not a, you know, two things. Um, we don't want to assume our strategy is going to fail. Right. Strategies can be profitable forever. But what we're saying is it. it they may not be profitable in the same way. They will go through ups and downs. And our job, I mean, and don't get me wrong, some, some strategies may fail. Some strategies may, have, may fail. Now, if you've backtested correctly over a long enough period of time, you're probably going to see that in your backtesting first, right? And that's the thing. Like, if you've done backtesting for a year, your strategy can easily fail because it could have just been a hot year. If you've done backtesting over a 10-year period, right, and... If your strategy hasn't failed in that 10-year period, it's probably good to go. 
<laughs> it's probably good to go with how market cycles work. If you haven't seen a, a, either two things will happen, right? It, either it will just stop working. You'll have one year. You get lucky. You start back testing on the one year that worked and it all goes downhill from there. And you're like, man, the strategy sucks. Or you may back test and you may go through a certain period where it, it slumps, but then it comes back to life. And then you have information on, hey, well, you got to make a decision. Do I want to trade this? Can I absorb the slump and whatnot? But then you have information on maybe why that strategy slumps. But yeah, don't assume that your strategy is going to fail. If you've done the correct backtesting, it shouldn't fail. Will it change? Yeah. I mean, look, look at your backtesting results. There are probably periods in your backtesting where it struggled. And you can go back and kind of identify those periods and ask yourself the question, okay, what, what, made, what made these periods different from the periods where it flourished? And then when the live markets go back to those conditions, whatever you identify, now you can pay attention and you can be like, okay, I got to keep an eye out for this. And I, I know I may have to make this type of adjustment, but yeah, you don't want to be fearful of it failing. Um, do I think you should add more strategies? Um, up to you, personal choice. I am always a fan of diversity. I, I, my goal is to have a smooth equity curve, right? So if I can have one thing that offsets another thing, um, I like it. Meaning that if I have a strategy, if I have one strategy that does well during one market condition, and I have another, if I have another strategy that does well when that first strategy is maybe slumping, that's my perfect scenario because then it keeps a nice, slow, steady equity curve. Um, does it get the massive returns? No, right? Because you're always going to have one kind of struggling and one kind of doing well, but it offers steadiness, and that's what that's at this point in my trading career. That's what I'm looking for. So I always think it's good to have diversity for that reason. Also, more frequency is more opportunity. If you have an edge, more opportunity means more money, more profit. So that's always a positive thing as well. But ultimately, it has to be something that you want to do, right? I'm a trading nerd. So like I, I want to keep adding stuff because I just I'm obsessed to uh, addicted to trading. Um, if you're not, then you can easily just do one thing and just stay with that one thing. So a lot of it depends on the personal goals as well. Um, yeah. Good question. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Also, give me a follow on social media. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I am on Twitter at Akil Stokes RTM, Facebook as well. Give me a follow. Lots of content, inspirational, motivational. Lots of short, quick tip videos as well. That's Akil Stokes RTM, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Just watch for the things. <laughs>